It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. At P-Link Leadership, we have one big goal, to accelerate positive change. It's all based on fusing the sciences of human nature with the discipline of leadership to transform the world at work, or as we call it, accelerating positive change in a big way. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, Chief Experience Officer and Co-Founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey of becoming the best version of yourself. In leadership coaching, the topic of identity often comes up. Whether we're talking about reactive tendencies or someone's habits, identity is frequently at the heart of it. When we understand how our own identity or identities are operating, it helps increase our self-awareness and allows us more control over how we respond to situations that may be triggering. It also helps us to increase our consciousness, eventually moving us up the ladder of adult development. I'm Alexis Robin, and this is The Bright Side. We all, whether we are conscious of it or not, have identities for ourselves. Two that come up most in coaching are the idealized and unwanted identities. Identity is really at the heart of so many things. The behavior patterns that we operate in, the reputation that we try to create in our work environments and our home environments. And so they're really important to understand. Idealized identities are really these most outrageous, unattainable beliefs about ourselves. We set these really high expectations for ourselves that are generally unattainable. Think about the perfect parent or the beloved boss, the best accountant in the world, unflappable, polished all the time, the best hostess in your circle, the smartest person in the room, or the most morally superior person in the room. All of these things are idealized identities. A couple other that show up a lot are someone who can solve any problem, no matter what, or people who are financially successful. I want to look like I have it all figured out. Idealized is not to be confused with ideal. It's not aspirational and healthy. It's unattainable and often unhealthy. And in fact, sharing our idealized identity can be actually a bit embarrassing because it's what we hustle for and it's what we want people to think about us. So telling somebody, I'm trying to be the smartest person in the room, that's embarrassing um, for most of us. I'm sure there's some people who wouldn't care about that. Our unwanted identities live on the opposite end of the spectrum from idealized identities. Things like sloppy, lazy, disorganized, incompetent, morally questionable, mean, the bad parent, the absent boss, the unwanted colleague, the outcast. If you want to know what your unwanted identity is, finish this sentence. I'd never want people to say I am blank. Typically two to three things will pop up right away. Those are your unwanted identities. And then your idealized identity is often a little harder to pinpoint and on the opposite end of the spectrum. But how do identities operate? 
Our identities are at play constantly, and people and leaders spend a lot of time running from unwanted identities or hustling towards idealized identities. What happens is so interesting in this scenario. Oftentimes, when we are hustling for our idealized identity, being the smartest person in the room, being able to solve every problem, being the great coworker that helps everybody out all the time, we run into our unwanted identity, which might be something like lazy, unwilling to help, um, not a team player. And so they work in this opposition. As we hustle for one, we smack into the other one. So this is important to know. They also are at play triggering our reactive tendencies. So things like people pleasing or um, protecting ourselves or controlling things. When we are operating from this space, it can really get in our way in terms of being the creative leader that we want to be and leave us operating in this space of reactivity where we're playing to not lose, where we are working to protect ourselves from bad things happening versus moving towards our visions. When we understand our identities, we can notice when they are at play and we can manage them. We can intervene on our own behalf and we can get in front of behaviors that lead us into being someone we don't want to be. When we are unaware of it, they can really get in our way. So let me give you a couple stories to demonstrate this. The first one is about someone I coached a few years back, and he was telling me about how he really loves having the reputation of being highly effective at what he does. His work is often perfect. He has a reputation for being very creative and coming up with creative solutions. And so he had this project to do to present to the senior team. And he's a couple levels down from the senior team. So the stakes were high. And so he got an idea at the last minute to rework how he was sharing his data. And he ended up staying up the entire night to do it. Worked all the way through like five in the morning, just had time to shower and get some food before heading out to the meeting. This whole hustle, this whole up all night thing was about living into this idealized identity of being, having perfect work, being super creative in the process, came to the meeting completely exhausted no energy, no ability to execute and deliver the presentation in the way he wanted because he was so tired from staying up all night. So this hustle for being this like exquisitely creative and perfect data preparer ran him smack into his unwanted identity of being disorganized and incompetent because he was up all night. So this is how they work together. On another story, I had a friend who really embodies this hostess with the mostest, like wanted to be the best hostess, loves throwing parties. People in town say, oh, you always have the best parties. You're so creative, so wonderful. And so she's hustling to be the hostess of the year, if you will, and the most gracious. And the day before her party starts, you know, getting very anxious, moody, neurotic. She starts yelling at her family to get things cleaned and clean the room and clean the bathrooms. And she starts bossing her spouse around 
telling him to, you know, get the yard ready and, and just really goes into this hyper mode of trying to get ready for this party and kind of living into being like the best hostess ever. However, by the time that her guests arrive the next day, she's exhausted. Her family is ticked off because she has been bossing them around for two days, getting ready for this party. She's tired. But by the time that all of her guests arrive, she's exhausted. She's out of right relationship with her family because she has been snarky with them for two days, trying to make the house perfect. She's been up late the night before trying to create these little tiny hors d'oeuvres that are beautiful out of this magazine that take an enormous amount of time. And when her guests arrive, she's not actually feeling gracious. She's too tired to really interact in the way that she wants to. And she runs into her unwanted identity, which is not being put together and to being moody and being mean. So it's, it's like, again, this hustle for what we're trying to be runs us right into what we don't want to be. In order to help you understand your own identities and how they might be at play, I invite you to reflect on these questions. The first one, what do I hope people never say about me? That will illuminate your unwanted identities. And then where am I holding unrealistic standards for myself? This will identify your idealized identity, anything that is really unattainable. Ask it, where are you holding yourself to unrealistic standards? What do I hustle for? And then what identities am I unintentionally reinforcing with my direct reports for those of you who are leaders? Things like Eric can always fix things or Serby never says no. Give it to her. She's such a team player. Sometimes we as leaders end up reinforcing this on the people who work for us by the things we say. So Reflecting on those questions can really help you see where identity is at play for yourself. And the more that we understand ourselves, the more conscious we become. The better we recognize identity at play, the more we can understand how it might be playing out in others as well. This helps us to be better coaches, mentors, and even parents. So once you've identified your own unwanted and idealized identities, spend some time thinking about your realistic vision for yourself that lies somewhere in the middle of that. Striving for excellence is about getting better. Striving for perfection is about engineering out vulnerability to keep ourselves safe. It's not honorable or brave. It's exhausting. The more you know about yourself, the more you can manage yourself. So let's lean into our visions for our versions of ourselves that we want to be that are realistic. I want to be a coworker who solves a lot of problems, but doesn't know how to solve every problem. And finding that balance there will really help you from getting sucked into that boomerang effect of bouncing between unwanted and idealized identities. This has been Alexis Robin with The Bright Side. P-Link Leadership is a sponsor of this show and also our company. If you'd like to bring in coaches from P-Link Leadership to work through any of these topics or any of our other podcast topics in your company, please check us out at plinkleadership.com. And we look forward to having you here next week. Thank you.